Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, what's going on? What's up? What's up, dude? What it do? What's going on, dude? Yeah. What is it, bro? You think so? You think so? All right, I'm gonna fix that one. Let one of these times. What's going on though? Aldro Show at MCs.net back again in the building. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Aldro chilling in the building. I got Reggie Matthews and uh, two time Mario H. I, that ringtone you just had, that'd be dope if that was a horn honk. You just honk your horns. Yeah, that'd be nice. Right, 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 right. But uh, we're bringing it to you back again, of course. Uh, your gateway to. Uh, Information that's not covered in the mainstream or anything of that matter. It's the social conscious hour on the outdoor shelves. Great. What up, Ustream? That's good. You said that an article just came out that said for the first time ever, television news was rated lower than internet news. Finally, there's been an awakening. People are understanding you get your real information from other people like we used to do it, not from electronic devices. Remember that? Like a you used to get your shit from other people. Remember, you used to it's get your the shit same from way. Right. Oh, so, we just want to kick it today. Uh, basically, uh, we're getting, getting social here. Uh, and if you were the in charge, what changes would you implement? Because violence and poverty, uh, lack of education, all these things are at an all-time low. And... Uh, I can hear you. I can hear you. Actually, violent crime has actually went down. They won't admit that to you. Violent crime has went down, but subjection to violent information on the media has increased by 400%. So while crime has went down, you knowing about crime has went up. Exactly. So uh, we're going to get into that. We're going to kick that shit on the Aldro Show at MCs.net. Feel free to hit us up. You stream all my peoples out there. Hit us up on iTunes, Mefedia, MCs.net, the website. It's the Aldro Show 2011 going down. Yeah, we want some suggestions here. If you were in charge, how would you, what, what changes, what programs, what would you implement to curtail some of this violence and to get people uh, active as a community, bring them together? Can you let them know that actually they are in charge, though? You know that. Exactly. As long as you choose to follow somebody, you're not in charge. But if you get out there and speak up, you're in charge. I've seen it. I've done it. Exactly. And that's a... Uh, this is two-time Mario H. If yes, everybody sir. would just grab a stick or a rock, if everybody would grab like a <laughs> stick or a rock and kind of get together with your sticks and rocks and attack the same body, I, I gather very quickly you will figure out that you're in charge. So who was right, Mark, M- M- Malcolm or Martin? Malcolm. Very simple answer. Very simple answer. Just because one person doesn't agree with one thing doesn't mean you have to be against the other. For Martin, he was absolutely right. He was a revolutionary. They don't tell you what Malcolm was, I mean, uh, Martin Luther King was actually talking about. The day before he died, he was talking about a protest against Coca Cola. You know, he's talking about labor protests. He was talking about a poor people's march, capitalism. All they talk about is I had a dream and all that shit. Martin Luther King was a fool in the bread in the best sense. So when people tell me Martin Luther King or Malcolm X, I always tell them, be careful what you're putting up against each other, that divide and conquer. The motherfuckers, motherfuckers. they were both actually right but today we understand that the revolution is not going to be that same revolution it's going to be a revolution of conscious okay well first of all martin i just got clown a little bit well you gotta understand this too martin's more militant speeches weren't the ones that were televised and let out to us like martin did so much powerful speaking and things like that but they don't show you the interviews he did with dick cavett where he was saying like 
first I want to try it this way, but then if that don't work, well, we might have to go Malcolm's route. And he said that, you know, on Dick Cavett, but they don't show you those interviews. Mm. You know, all they show you is, uh, turn the other cheek and no, no, no. You know, all they show you is that type of shit. But, the dreamer, the dreamer. Yeah, Martin, uh, <laughs> Martin actually had other views like, look, we're going to try it this way, mm-hmm. but if this don't work, we might have to do something else. I just got to say this. Based on Reggie's comments, I encourage everybody to look at alternative media. Popular media like is the owned show. by a military complex and, and, and different people that are there. It's not a big Illuminati conspiracy. It's just people that are in business with each other and they all know each other and they're not in business with you. So if you want to le- learn your news, get it from independent news sources. And even then... That shit is not all real. You have to, yeah, you're gonna have to think. You're gonna have to filter through independent news sources and believe what feels right to you. And that's part of the revolution right there, straight up. Word. So, what do you, uh, we're in Oakland, California here, of course. Oakland. Yeah, Nobody said it better than that, dude. That was the greatest. That's my theme song for Oakland. What do you fucking do? Dangerous dang. Home of the size show. But, uh, home of the dumb nigga. Anyway, let's not. That's universal. But uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let me ask you this: uh, What are some solutions? I mean, currently there is a there's a curfew mm-hmm. citywide mm-hmm. for parolees and, and no for children. Children they want to get as you well. into that say, system, yeah. okay. as there should be. No, there shouldn't be actually for children. Parents no, should parents curfew, should their, curfew children. their children. Well, yeah, but a lot of them don't. So, <laughs> well, this is a two sided argument. I've, ta- I've been to a meeting. I heard an older person. I heard a younger person say. Making laws against young people is bullshit. That just means you don't want to open a YMCA. You want to put impose another law. Laws don't stop violence. But an older person was like, I don't mind gangs. I don't like gang murders. I don't mind you hanging out on the street. Don't fucking do donuts in front of my house. So there's a double argument going on where one person says we need law enforcement to step in and tell our children what which to is, do. And there's another money. argument that says, which is a lot more money. And that's money that could be a teacher or a school that's open. And there's another group of people, the school of thought that says parents should do their own thing. But we all know all the parents out there ain't doing their own thing. So what's the divide? Well, here, here's, here's the situation. Okay. I'm 40 years old. 20 years ago, I felt differently about this shit. 20 years ago, I felt like, yo, you're oppressive and, you know, you're discriminatory and all that. Now, I just want some fucking quiet at night. Mm-hmm. Take these little motherfuckers in the house. Mm-hmm. Go in the fucking house and let me sleep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my views have changed. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not with any kind of law enforcement because I know what that really means. That means let me get your name. Let me get you in a federal database system and let me make sure that if you have any infraction in the rest of your life, that could determine whether your life is successful or not. You know what I'm saying? And I know in other cities, they don't do that. But on the flip side of that, Young people do stupid shit. Yes. And they need to be curtailed. And they should not be outside after 10 because that's when violence happens. Well, what, if, do you, what do you consider young, first of all? And if the fucking parents... Well, before we young is that, if you're not self-sufficient in taking care of yourself. There's old-ass 16-year-olds taking care of their well, own parents. Well, there's some young-ass 30-year-olds. You know, exactly. okay. Absolutely. Having hella young girls and parties and all kind of other shit that need to be curfew. But, but here's, and, the, here's the part that I just want to get to. Like I said, ordinarily, in a perfect world, I'd be right with you disagreeing with these things. Mm -hmm. But we got a lot of parents, a lot of parents, who drop the fucking ball, who don't call their own Mm -hmm. kids in the house at 10 o'clock, who don't make sure their own kids are doing Mm -hmm. their homework, who make sure their own kids aren't out breaking laws and doing stupid shit. So if they don't do it, who the fuck will? Well, I have a solution to that. And that's a great point, because what do you do with people in the community that are frustrated with other parents 
who are making their who are caught letting their allowing their kids to be a nuisance. Nobody want to deal with that shit because you don't feel of, like raising. But at the same time, a lot, a lot of parents don't even know their kids are nuisances. Here's and, the thing, and that's their fault. I they encourage don't know. parents to look at the big picture. Okay. Understand that prison is a business, mm. and the prison business is young poor people. If there's no young poor people, there's no prison business. So when you're talking about making laws. I kind of equate it to the war on drugs. You know, you were 40 years old. You understand how the war on drugs is bullshit from yeah. Reagan. But back in them days, they were like, people are fucking doing drugs. Yeah. We need a war on it. Yeah. So right now, you're really dealing with the same thing. People don't want kids on the street, and they're saying, well, well don't give them YMCAs. Don't give them hoop leads. Man, put a law out there. If they're out on the street, send their asses to jail. And all I'm saying is, we've been here before where law enforcement was... Uh, taunted in front of us as a solution, but why? Why the communities like Oakland always have those problems? There are violent uh, communities all over the country, and studies have so shown that curfews are not really a pure solution to a problem. Perfect case in point: they want a curfew at night. Violence happens after school, not at nighttime. Right. So, what are you making the law about? Now you and if you say, well, love this, make a well, curfew after school. What the fuck are you to tell me? My kid can't run to the store to get some ice cream after school. You ain't doing that shit in Concord. So it's two sides well, to the I story. I mean, what's the murder rate in Concord? I feel like if the murder rate is one, that's too much. So okay, it doesn't well, matter. Well, here, here's the here's the here's the thing. I first of all, it's like I don't believe that curfews are the solution. But then again, what is? Okay, look, I mean, I, I have answers to that, too. Hence, hence, the topic of tonight's show. Yeah. What are those solutions? I'm older, and I hate to be biased, but I like to just ask young people. And young people have said, in in, in large numbers, when we come back on the Aldro Show at MCs.net. Right, all right, straight up. Niggas get all juiced. He's a fit fan. He's on a, me. He's a fan. Nazi. He doesn't want anybody to have air. No. Aldro Show at MCs.net. Right back. Back in the building, Aldro Show at MCs.net, two-time Mario H. A lot, of a lot of people say, oh, is that Mario Hankton, the hardcore activist MC? Nah, it's Mario H, two-time Mario H, okay? Okay, now you know. Oh. Okay, and Reggie Matthews, comedian. For sure. A.K.A. Say, the Funny Sage. Uh, but uh, now nah, you be dropping that game on the peanut gallery, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I give it to him. A lot of bitches like you, but yeah, I'll be seeing Reggie <laughs> shit be off the hook. <laughs> a lot of bitches like you, but I don't mean you know bitches like you do. You're indoctrinated. Bitches. Slave owners call their black women bitches, and you're a slave. No, they you're call a them, slave child. They call them so. Winches. Of course, you're gonna say that. They call them. It winches. makes total sense. They call them winches. So, uh, I study up, Playboy. Play study up, Chris, study up, uh, Chris sure. Weber. But uh, <laughs> Chris Weber always had a razor blade fade. I can, I can respect that. Well, Chris Weber was heavy into uh, slavery artifacts and things like that. Anyway, I don't like when people collect slavery artifacts. Well, like, stop going back. Okay. Do you know black people made this shit? Go I forward. Mean, I'll go back. I'll collect some Supreme shit, some Marvin Gaye, some uh, music. I'm going to go back as far as like the 60s. I'm talking about your great granddaddy's backhoe. 
I'm like this. People got indoctrinated like blackness is slavery. So everybody connecting little chickaboos and picking nannies and saying that's relating to their. That's not your fucking culture. That's what other people made about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're the gung 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 What are you collecting that shit for? There's so many beautiful African artifacts that are being made. You know what? Look at your wife's wedding ring. Fake-ass wedding ring people getting their arms cut off on because in the 50s, somebody made a commercial that said, Diamond is a girl's best friend, and your ass listen. Look at that type of art. People are still making art. Africans, if you're into sacred black art, fuck them picking nannies. Look at a diamond. A child may have lost their limb in the 90s or for that. Or them wood sculptures with beautiful brown titties. Oh. I like those. Did it? Like but No, for real. Have you ever really peeped those African sculptures or the wood carvings? <laughs> All the wood is brown, but you picked that brown. Yeah, but titties. the titties are beautiful though on those. I mean, they make. They, I mean, they ain't nothing like a wooden titty. That's some pretty shit. I mean, that's art. That's beautiful. Wow. The wood sculpture was like, yes, wow. the wood is brown. And the wow. Man, you know wow. what? Nipples are important. Now, here's some of the. This is now not to not to get on uh, my listeners here, but these are some of the. Fe- this is some of the feedback we're getting uh, when we're talking about tonight's topic about you if you were this. if you were in charge, take this marijuana. Okay, uh, if you were in charge, what changes would you make? Would you implement for a better Oakland? Now, th- these are the quick fixes we're getting. These are this is the microwave generation talking here. Just hit them. Let's go. Uh, hold on one second. What the Why am fuck I here in that? Telemundo? Because that's your mama talking about. She want to order grits. Anyway, oh. we're talking about three uh, out of seven. We I got big, three we out got, of seven. We got big body D's talking about. Uh, I would call in the National Guard and let them cl- let them clean up Oakland. Hey. Wow! So and you're uh, talking about shooting all the dreads. Hey man, I think they run out of bullets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, we got uh, DJ Don, DJ Don, aka Grandmaster D. You know what I'm saying? Drop the bomb like an Independence Day. A.K.A. white man eyes. Just, and that's a white man suggestion. <laughs> just drop the bomb and, you know, come on. These are all quick fixes. We need, we need, we need uh, tact. We need, we need uh, a strategy. You know, just blowing up bombs, dropping bombs, that's not going to work. Come and on. let me, let me just <coughs> interject. What are some programs you would, what are some solutions? We'll, we'll just start here with the youth. I would start, especially with the youth. No, would, wait, wait. Uh, let me finish my question. Sorry. Okay, That's light skin. Time getting clown Reggie. Light skin. But can, can I get a cosign? Hold on, piss monkey. Yeah, oh, I'm saying this. Look. Hey. I'm saying what when we were in our, our I've era. Never seen a wristwatch on a whole jelly bean. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. What time is it? When we um, when we were kids or we were youngsters, we had so we had things to do. Mm-hmm. You know, things were open. I, I mentioned Oakland had what ten movie theaters at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a great point. What are what are the kids to do now on a Saturday on a Friday night? I'm going to tell you. Go. Number one, they shut down open spaces. Here's how it lays in Oakland, especially Oakland. If you live in the hills, you have Leona Park Trail where you can run along. You have golf courses. You have a humongous skate park in Piedmont. You have a lot of resources. Skate park in Castlemont. I, I agree, then that's good. And, and and right on for the people who allow that. But here's my bigger point. When you're talking about poverty and violence and people that ain't doing shit right with their lives, that's a product of capitalism. To punish these people and p- impose laws on them and take more things away from them is only going to cause problems from yourself. Do a real solution. If you want to change Oakland, give Oakland some input. Give them you. People always think you have to have money, you have to have credit, you have to know people. No. 
You have to take your motherfucking ass outside and do something. Perfect example. Shout out to everybody. I have to just do this one quick time. Shout out to everybody that's a regular ass person and just works nine to five or raises kids and went out there and supported the Oscar Grant movement. What happened to Oscar Grant? Because that shows solidarity and that showed principledness. I'm not really a church going person, but I saw God and regular ass people walking out there and say, you know what? I'm busy, but I'm going to come out here and I'm going to stand up and say something. Yep. Those same people through barbecues, right. functions, parties, picnic are out there feeding people. That's what the fuck you do. But you know what? Be a some, person. But you know what? I heard, overheard very uh, a lot of mumblings about those Oscar Grant rallies. Mm-hmm. One nigga said, "Man, it's hoes down there." Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. Well, look. Exactly. I'm finna be on TV. Okay. Well, okay. that's a biosocial re- reality. You're gonna have certain assholes that want to capitalize on on big movements, but that doesn't mean you throw away the big movement. Wait a minute. That means you recognize the asshole. I think that's a better. I think that's a better reason. Look, there's there's an old school of thought that you know I rather somebody do the right thing for the wrong reasons than the wrong the, thing for the right, right reasons. Yeah. I'll go even deeper. You don't and stand up for something, you fall for anything. I'll go 1920 on my They're standing up for their love of, Hose. you know, women. Yeah, exactly. Hey. They're standing up for their love of pussy. If your love for, for, for women will get you out there to protest capitalism or police violence, then congratulations. Get you some numbers. Get a get, a, get the old school pimp pad with the magnet get to stick on your dashboard. Because I don't give a shit what it takes. But here's what people are counting on. They're going to stay in their houses and watch fucking TV, and we get to do what the fuck we want to do. Huh. So people that went out there and did anything. I don't care if you a phony ass person and you went out there for five minutes because you wanted to get a Slurpee and the rally is going off by the Slurpee. Congratulations on drinking a Slurpee. You just participated in a revolution of conscience. It doesn't matter how small the contribution. It matters if you yapping or if you acting. Uh-huh. Bam. So more of uh, the difference between the activist and the... Well, pretty soon everybody's going to be an activist. They just don't know it. Uh, this is true, but motherfuckers people have to understand to what it, door in a mailbox. But pretty soon it's going to come to you. Trust me. Hey, but people have to understand the difference between an activist and a uh, what is it, supporter? Yeah. Or uh, activist and a sympathizer. Uh, sympathizer. And the act, and it's, it's the whole part of the act. Well, I think that's a negative connotation. I think sometimes people aren't activists, and they don't—they're not really the people to get out there and be public. But they agree with the situation. They know inherently violence is wrong, no matter what the fuck I believe in. Right. If the dude shot the dude in the back, I don't like that. So they may not get out there with a picket sign, but they may sign a petition. I'm saying they may post a YouTube clip. Well, they may have a conversation, and when they're supposed to have the shit-eating smile and go, oh, those guys should have been out there anyway, right. they may say, you know what? I agree with the minority. I agree that wasn't right. I'm sorry if you don't agree that way. Those are the true heroes. It ain't about the motherfuckers on TV. I'm going to keep it real. I was on TV. Motherfuckers ain't listening to us. They're not listening to politicians. You know who make the world shake? People. people. Regular-ass people. But they'll tell you it don't, and that's the grand illusion. Well, let's take it back to the primitive days. You know, like, think about when everybody was in tribes, when the Indians were in tribes, Africans were in tribes, and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. You had warriors, you had chiefs, you had hunt, you had gatherers, you had hunter-gatherers, mm-hmm. you had warriors, you had hunter-chiefs. Everybody had a role. Everybody can't be Shaka Zulu. That's right. You know, everybody isn't destined to be, you know, the, the warrior that's out there on the front lines. That's right. Some guys are just strategists. Some guys are hunter-gatherers. Some yeah. guys are, you know, whatever. So, you know, you ain't got to be out there, you know, like, you know, boom by yay on the police. Do you don't have to do that. I mean, do some, what you be comfortable in your own skin and do what you As do. long as you do something. Here's just what I plead for people not to do. Let's just make some more laws. We just need some more police. We'll put more of them in jail. 
people were saying that about the Black Panthers, and now the Black Panthers had this rep like they were walking around in leather jackets shooting at people. What the Black Panthers were really doing was strategizing, feeding people, talking about education, Passing connecting people. Why do you think they were being slaughtered? Because yeah. p- the powerful people the knew threat. they was on to something. So when I say revolution, you ain't got to fucking get out there with a picket sign and get on TV. Be a real revolutionary. Don't smile when somebody tells you, oh, that was bullshit. They're, they're out there protesting and holding up a commute. Let them know. I understand capitalism. Fuck the motherfucking commute. These motherfucking uh, bankers got trillions and I'm getting laid off of my job. Uh, have to pay a $100,000 student loan and my mama lost her house. Fuck they motherfucking commute. Congratulations, they're out there standing out for themselves. Woo! That's what I plead for people to understand. He, All it is is a revolution of consciousness. They're, everybody had their revolution. Reggie brought up a great point. Back in the days, it was tribal. Man, motherfuckers out there gathering nuts. Some people is, is good with their hands. They throwing them spears. And some people would chop game with you over the fireplace. Everybody had their role. Ain't shit changed. In this day and age, it's the same thing. In the Black Pan- in the 60s, it was guns, revolution, and riding. Right now, it's the internet age. It's talking. It's not smiling when somebody trails you to stand down on rioters or protesters. That's not non-democratic. That's absolutely, uh, pa- I'm sorry, patriotic. When you stand up and you question authority. Stop letting motherfuckers tell you that motherfuckers is a nuisance because they out there uh, complaining about shit. If, they're, if you think they're a nuisance, do you like the way things are going? You should be out there feeding them people sandwiches. I'm going to tell you all a little secret. It's 3,000 people out there right now rioting, rioting in the streets, getting beat down, pepper sprayed. You ain't going to see that on the news, and it's coming to every single state. It's coming to Los Angeles. It's coming to San Francisco. Can't even speak on it right now. But other people feel like you do, and they want to get out there. So do it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Al Drow Show. Bringing you a conscience along with your commentary. That's what we do. We can do it all here. But uh, don't protest on the freeway because I got to get to work. About exactly. Be about it because I mean these these are uh, oh, we got a caller. Oh, caller, just like that. All right, Be conscious person it. out okay, here. Stop it. We ain't, we ain't, so happy we ain't right thirsty now. like that. We ain't thirsty like right that. Right Hold on, Aldro Show at MCs dot net. <laughs> thirsty like that. What's <laughs> happening? What's happening? Who we got on here? It's Young Yak. Young Yak. Young Yak. What's going on, bro? What's happening? So I, I was just calling to speak on the little topic, you know what I mean? I think um, Oakland's problem is that they don't got nothing for these youngsters to, like, look forward to, look up to, like, you know what I mean? Like, what do they got? Like, like they don't have no no aspirations, no goals to be nothing in life, but, you know what I mean, taste you know what I mean? And then there's no older people on the block either with them. It's just them, and they pretty much raise themselves. That's why it's... It's havoc. You know what I mean? It's no structure. It's no organization. So, so it's street stuff so like you, it used to be. Would you say that then it's more the, the, a, a parent's problem than a, a, a youngster problem? Well, the parents are gone. You feel me? Like, their parents are dopey. Like, these are 80s babies. Like, they, you got to look at it like they come mm-hmm. home to just chaos. You know what I mean? If you've ever been to, like, one of these youngsters' homes, like, everything is chaos for them. You know what I mean? They have no order. So it's not their fault. It's they're just a product of their environment. So I think that it has to be something that's going. You know what I mean? Okay. What what, what do you what do you think? What do you something like what? Give us give us an idea. Like something in the school. Like maybe like instead of like you know what I mean. Give them like like something that you know they love money. So why don't you make 
something to where, like, if they come to school, they do something to offer them something. Like, you know what I mean? This is what we can offer you guys. You know what I mean? You come to school, you learn a trade, get you here, and we'll give you some money it's to do this. But, you know what I mean? Not a lot, but just give them something to keep them. You know what I mean? Who's, Motivated. Who's giving, who's giving the money? Well, the, the the absent parents or the system? Give money if it's, if it's, it's, if, it's the system some kind of way. Like, if they develop some kind of way to just get them interested in something else and what they're doing. They, you know what I mean? I understand, but there are seven schools due on the list to close next next year. So where is exactly. the money? Where what where is the money going to come from? I, there's money out there. Trust me. We got, we got a, it is money out there, but they just they allocating it to the wrong uh, revenues. You know what I'm saying? They're giving that money away to, to, to Jedi on the line right now. You that we don't need. You know what I'm saying? To keep certain things in open. I feel like man, instead of give build something, man, that these kids like, like build studios and stuff. Because a lot of them want to be rappers. Build studios so where they can come in there and 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 do their little rap thing. You know what I mean? And and Bring in producers every once in a while, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and have like rap contests, beat contests, like something that's gonna motivate them. You know what I mean? Right. Keep but these kids really want to do that. But but but, but, but but hold on, yeah. But would you say part of the problem is that there are too many rappers? Too many producers. Everybody, Way too many. Everybody wants to do, and especially Oakley. You know, so niggas. Fi- niggas What's wrong with being a producer and a no, rapper? Oh, yeah, I, there's, yeah. That's great. I'm just saying, give them something to look forward to, man. Like something besides. That's chaos. Oh, you know what I mean? Because that's all they know. And like, they're, they're not listening. And the whole thing is, I'm not listening to nothing. That's all they say. Like, I got little cousins that's wilding out this door shit that I ain't never did at 14. Yeah. And the whole thing is, like, they saying is, they not listening to nothing. Like, they mind is set on what they going to do. They don't care about dying. Hmm, that's this, tough. this is true. What if you had a situation where there was, in every neighborhood, there was two safe houses? I, I, know, I know a woman, I can't say her name right now. But she has a house and has literally 13 to 14 young kids who just go over there. They hang out. Their situation is bad. They know they go over there. And in her mind, she like, this is not the best place, but I know they're not on the street. What if you have more places yeah. like that? Then would you be less likely to vote for a police-imposed curfew or for people who are arresting people? Not that I'm against it or I'm for it. I'm not giving a political yeah. conversation. But what do you think about a safe house in every neighborhood? Do you think that would be feasible? Uh- yeah, that's a great idea. Like, like growing up, getting kids something to do. Like, the safe house have like video games in there, pool table. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, some something in there to teach them something. You know what I mean? Basketball in the backyard. Well, well, let, let me ask. Let me ask you this, and this is real talk. When these things are implemented to a degree, because they can be, what happens though? Do, do niggas yeah. do niggas break into shit? Do they, they do, the, the they niggas do. do, are we still breaking into shit? Yes, we are. But it's Dauphine that's going to break into it's, it. Man, it, 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 it's Dauphine's, it's... Humanity it's, is an ocean. You don't want to fucking curse the whole ocean because a little bit of water went yeah. bad. Yeah. You got to go yeah. for it. You got to go for it, man. What about, what do you, you gotta think? Go for it. What do you think of this? I'm going to tell you right now. Go, uh, if, if I won the lotto and, and won $160 million, I'm going to put something in Oakland, man, to help these little kids out. For sale sign. I would build something. <laughs> man, he, put me, he, put, I, he brought I, up some I, great I game. something somewhere, man, for these kids to do, man. Something positive, man. I mean, because it, when I grew up, when I grew up, we had skating rings. We had, uh, <laughs> we, had the, we had the corner, um, like, pool hall, video game place. We had hella places to go. We had the castle. 
Yeah. Like, so, yeah, a lot of things to do in Oakland, man. You know what I mean? And hey, it was the racetrack. Hey, hey, yeah, on a side note, and this may be, I, 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 you know, you probably want to hear this. On a side note, I'm mad because the castle closed. Yeah. For them weak-ass motherfucking Raiders to get extra parking so they motherfuckers <laughs> cannot sell out. But go ahead with your point. Go ahead. We saw that last week from my recollection. Man, real quick, with the castle not being there, you displaced about 500 youngsters right there. No Malibu, no castle, no golf, no bumper boats, none of that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Raider fan, and I'm mad about that Thank the Raiders. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Al. (laughs) I'm mad about that one myself. I'll give you that one. Okay. Continue. Carry on, my friend. I'll give you you that one, Black Joe. something like that with these youngsters out here, man. Yeah. they wild and they out of control. What if somebody said, job, "Yeah"? What if somebody like said, job, "I know that they got their job programs, but yeah. like, give them real world experiences." Like, you know what I mean? Like at school, you know what I mean? I know they closed all these schools down, but but what happened to the fun teachers? Like, man, they used to be fun teachers at Skyline, like uh, Mr. Green. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? Like, Start a lot of these ain't, <laughs> yeah, like a lot of these teachers ain't. Like, I feel like they just they just in it for a check now. Like, they don't care about these kids. You Cause... know what I mean? Like, well, they, have they... the teachers come in there, like, you know, and bring different type of people in there and talk to the kids. Like, somebody that was, especially somebody that was in their type of situation, because the kids relate better with somebody that's been where they're from. You know what right. I'm saying? Bring hey, well, these people in right. and constantly talk to them. Hey, the thing is, look, you look at it this way. <laughs> you look at some of your friends. I know you know some teachers. Some people that are teachers, right? Yeah. Okay. I know. You know, and chances are you didn't probably burn with them too, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, <laughs> so you gotta, you know, a lot, a lot of them teachers. Uh, I'm not saying their their heart ain't in it, but at the same time, they got life to deal with themselves, and you can't. Oh, yeah. There's a lot more shit on your plate these days. Oh, yeah. To be put, investing I'm, in I'm some kids. I'm not saying they're the main problem. I'm not saying they're the main problem. I'm just saying it's a lot to be fixed out here, man. Like it's a lot that needs to be that needs to go on. So hey, I want Oakland to be back to where it was. Like Oakland was a proud city back in the day, man. Like before the drugs and everything hit, it, we had like oh, yeah. like if you ride down MacArthur, man. A lot of them closed up and all that stuff, man. That stuff was owned by black people, man. Like a lot of people don't know that, but. And, like Oakland, man, that was like a proud city. It was like, you know, it was good to be black back in the day before after all, like, you know, the drugs and stuff hit, man. Right. Because black people own stuff. Uh, now they, a lot of them is, uh, you got to go to Atlanta to talk to the rest of the black fo- Oakland black folks. But uh, yeah. two time. What's up, buddy? Your point. Hold on, one, one real quick. Go ahead. Real quick. Hey, I just want to acknowledge you. You're absolutely right. You know, Oakland was a place of pride. It still is. You know, but I want you to understand why people are in charge of their own actions and they have to take responsibility. There really was an infusion of heroin by the CRA, by the CIA in the 60s yeah. and the 70s. There really was an effort to uh, move people out of their communities based on housing. There really is police brutality, brutality where they're uh, uh, harassing young people and making them feel like gang members already for, for living in their own neighborhoods. So I'm not giving nobody yeah. a pass, but I, I want you people, I, engage, I encourage you to uh, research your your internet history and figure out what's really going on with why why the conditions are that being said you brought up a really good point about safe houses and nobody's really talking about what's happening to young people and how they really get down you know what i'm saying waking up in the morning you know what i'm saying eight nine in the morning ready you know nobody's really yeah. even really talking about that it hasn't really hit the public because it hasn't hit their doorstep but just like all the other drugs that were dropped in inner cities communities 
and uh, other, not even drugs, you know, all kind of different type of things. They reach uh, Kim different. Kim Kardashian. They reach exactly. They reach different part of the country, and when that that happens, you get you get critical mass. But suppose you yeah. had safe houses and out here, and and you had a place for youngsters to go, because that's really what it is: connection to nature, spaces, and everything. Would you be willing to also organize your neighborhood and say, "Look, this is the safe house. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but this is what we're trying to do for our future. So this is what we're gonna do around this house. We need to keep this house yeah. cool, and everybody that's coming from it. Now that's standing up to some. That's standing up up to some grizzly motherfuckers that might be like man fuck your safe house would you be willing to do that would other people be willing to do that because at this point that's what it's going to take the, f- the oh, yeah. capacity is there every day if i had to I'd I'd agree. i think most people would sure you know what i mean like it's because it's not us it's not about us anymore because we're adults like what we're going to be and what we're going to do is what we're going to do so i'm not going to say a lot of the shit is coming from the youngsters because you got niggas that's my age Bingo. and my age yep. that's doing stupid shit yep. too so what we, we got to do is look out for the next generation like they did for us. You know what I mean? Everything back in the, in the earlier days, like the 60s and 70s and 50s, they did stuff to look out for us. Speaking of which, so where is the Bay Area hip-hop generation? Where are, where are y'all? What y'all doing? Where are people yeah, that grew up in hip-hop? What y'all doing? Life. That's where we fell off at. We don't care about Life. the next generation. Shit. You know what I mean? Everything they did, everything that getting beat by the police and dragged through the streets and, you know, just all kind of chaos and, and stuff that they went through was for us. Like, they did that for our generation so that we could be cool, so we could be equal. But we're not looking out for our next generation. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a cycle, and we have to break the cycle that's going on right now. We got to get back to these youngsters. You know what I mean? Give them something. Give them something to want to, you know, strive for. You know what I mean? Because we were we spoiled because we didn't have to go through none of that bullshit that they went through. Huh? The crack. What did uh, Pog say? Because they was born BC. Yeah, well, you and me before crack. Hey, you don't trip off real, of that. Real, real <coughs> 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 the fire next door. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> A little, a little smoky. Wait, 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 the fire. Where, where the fire in the coming? Big shout out to Yak. What's up? You got any shout outs, man? No, I don't got no shout outs tonight. Right. I heard that, man. Hey, but that's some. That's some I good. want to shout out to Al Drove, so there we go. Yes, sir. Hey, hey we love you. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, and, and I'm mobbing and I'm on the bus, man. I just got to come make my payment. Well, okay, for sure. Uh, what, what, what are you on the Foothill bus number 43 or what? What? Number yeah, 40? all that, man. You know, I'm going to be in the back, man. I'm old school AC mob, man. I heard that. <laughs> Hey, well, you just don't don't sit next to the bathroom because it's, it's it's no good coming home. Yak, yak. oh man, yak. This is your boy Reg, man. I got I got one word for you, yak. What's up with it? I got one word for you, baby. Raiders. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Come on, man. Tom Brady finna stop a mud hole in y'all ass. Tripping. I told Come you he was gonna win man. last hey, week. And I'm telling you, winning fuck, this fuck week. Fuck JD's Tom revenge. It's gonna be Brady's revenge. Where's another can? We're gonna kick man, Brady Tom ass. JD and Bill Belichick. North. Them dudes. You know what the problem is? Tom is gonna be already hurt from that last week loss. They yeah. gotta travel. So they ain't got no time to rest. They gotta come all the way out here to the black hole. It's gonna get wrecked. Ruckus. There's gonna be so much ruckus in that Coliseum, man. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna do the same thing. You know the fools He's can't tape here. broke too. Yeah, he gonna get his nose broke too. There's gonna be some problems in that thing, man. The boys ain't playing this year, man. They playing as a team, man. Patriots can't stop a runny nose, much less McFadden. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. Recognize yeah. that. Okay. NFL, NFL, You're breaking up. <laughs> Haters. Hey, 
But uh, What's up with right that off the call, man, NBA. you know what I'm saying? If you come up with another suggestion, uh, please give us a call back, man, if you're going to spit some more of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I think I'm about to find up this little thing and then watch Man versus Food and get hungry. Oh, I heard man, that. Man, that, man, that should go night. down. Man he gets paid, yeah. he's paid to eat. Hey, yeah. He had to back up all yeah. Hey, yeah, we got a... Uh, we got a protest and march against work, and they got a... Like they're doing in New York, they're doing a, a miniature one against the war and against working people, a protest and march, October 7th at 4.30 at the Federal Building, 7th and Mission Street. It's just some San Francisco shit out there. Everybody from the Bay Area, if you can get down there and you in the getting out there and being part of a mass, get out there and do it. If not, get on Facebook and talk about it. That's all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down for that type of stuff, man. I'll be there. Right on. That's for sure, man. Right on. Uh, be safe, my Negro. All right, y'all too. For sure. Peace. That man has excellent taste in football teams. What are you talking about? That's man. what I'm saying. Oakland is sharp. I hate Oakland when people give sharp. Oakland a bad right. You don't like the, the pitch I said that? What? I don't like your bell-bottom jeans in, in 2011. What are you talking about? Painter jeans, bell-bottom painter jeans. You know exactly what I'm talking Those about. Those are daddy jeans. Whoa. Who's daddy wear them? Super Mario Brothers daddy? You saw bell-bottoms? What the hell are you talking about? If the if the shape by the ankle is larger than the circumference of the shoe, that's a bell. No, <laughs> but it's pair- that's a Ben Franklin shit. But it's right also there. parallel to the, the waist. <laughs> you got Bill Biden. I got on sandals. I want to talk about fashion because that's horrible. Fashion is horrible. It's been shit. Okay. There's a painter pants with a bell bottom in your From work. And you don't paint. If he's going to paint, I tack. I roca. You know what I'm saying? What can? What the fuck are you talking about? Aldro Show at MCs.net. Big shout out to everybody on Facebook, you know what I'm saying, chiming in. Big shout out to the, you know, the Ustream cats and everybody on there doing their thing as well. Uh, tonight's topic is, uh, you know. Yeah. How to, you do how to fix things. What would you do if you were in charge? You pretty much are. <laughs> what uh, changes would you implement to Oak, Oakland, California, if you were in charge? Which is, or, or your city? Would you free all your sons? <laughs> I heard that. That's uh, that's some shit right there. Yeah. I would say uh, a lot of things. Also, as far as the youth, and we're not bashing the youth, really. We're just kind of just calling like I'm calling like I see it. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of these things is these youngsters are so reckless is because they don't have to work for nothing either. No, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the real reason. They don't work. Hold on. They don't have to work for shit. Everything is handed. Close the. Uh, that's thank you, sir. Part of it. That's part of it. But I'm gonna give you the real reason. Look here. That's when not we sure, were, dude. You just did the same thing. When we there, were young, there you go. There you go. When go we were young, when we were kids. When we were kids. Youngsters, teenagers, whatever. If your neighbor saw you fucking up, they can reprimand you, right? The village. We put so much emphasis on, don't touch my kid, da 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 all this shit. You, people, don't yell at my kid. Don't yell at my baby. Don't do that. You know, all that shit. That's what's fucking it up, man. Because, yeah, a parent can't be around their kid 24 hours a day. But somebody would see your kid doing something. Now, back when I was a kid, neighbor down the street, around the corner, around the block, saw me fucking up. Could A, reprimand me. Mm-hmm. B, go tell my mom what I did. And then I get fucked up at home, too. Mm-hmm. So Why do you think that doesn't happen anymore? Because people got so, nah, don't touch my kid, da, da, da. But they mm-hmm. ain't doing it either. You know? Don't yell at my baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that's kind of the thing. I mean, look, translated to every area of a kid's life nowadays. You got sports where they don't keep score. Right, because okay. you're worried about their fucking self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Right, you got no, no more Greek dodgeball. 
Yeah, no more Greek dodgeball. Yeah, oh, they stopped dodgeball because yeah. fat kids can't get out the way. Now, yeah. speaking as a former fat kid, that made me a, that made me a commodity because I was fat and could get out the way. Yeah. That made me special. Nigga had power. Exactly. I was special. I was like <laughs> Natron Means. You know? <laughs> exactly. Big but nimble. Okay. You know, like heavy D dancing. But anyway. So it sounds like you talking about it goes away from taking care of each other in the community. They take it away from that, but they're overdoing it on politeness yeah. and courtesy in words and etiquette. I'm That's saying, a great word. No, it's not even etiquette because our kids don't have any fucking manners, so it's not even that. It, what, what I'm saying is... Pointing to the parents. We've pussified our children so much <laughs> that there is no I discipline. Agree. That's what I said right I there. There is no discipline. Yeah. I mean, but spoiled no, is I don't putting it lightly. I mean, they're... Spoiled is putting it lightly because, look... Yeah. Back, okay, look, when you're forced to have self-discipline... To control the outcomes and situations in your life as a child, I agree. you grow up with that self discipline, exactly, and you carry it into adult areas of your life. But nine times out of ten, that's instilled as instilled. a child. Exactly. But see, Great it's not point. only instilled at home; it's instilled in your social interactions at school. It's instilled when you're out amongst your peers. Because if a grown up saw you fucking up, it's instilled there. It's not just you it's know instilled from when you are when you are able when you are cognizant of cause and effect. And exactly. that is a very early age. Let me throw a curve. Let me throw a uh, fastball in there anymore. real quick, real quick. Yes, everybody is a product of their biosocial environment. If you were raised in China, you would be, you'd be talking some Buddhist shit right now. Mm, not what it is is the the plainest way I can I can I can explain this is people believed in capitalism less than ten to fifteen years ago. They said if you work hella hard, you work in a company then you'll do good, right? And yeah. you'll succeed in life. They you- didn't trip off of technology, how automated jobs came into play and they could take away jobs. They didn't trip off of uh, 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 the infusion of violence uh, by uh, by law enforcement. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, over, I'm over rambling right now. Yes, you are. Well- <laughs> Basically, all I'm saying is it's capitalism. People that are soft on their kids are just overcompensating for the facts that they were slaves to the system. Right. And that's a hard fact to deal but with. Let me, but let me just bring this point home. This is where I started. The reason why I brought up dodgeball, competitive sports, not having sport, not having scores and all that sort of stuff, it's a certain mentality and a sense of entitlement. You know, every kid has nowadays has a sense of entitlement that they're entitled to feel good about themselves. They're entitled to not have to work or censor themselves or or adhere to any standards or, you know, obey any standard of behavior. Kids nowadays, because they're not instilled with all those things in all facets of their lives like we were. Mm-hmm. They they grow up with this sense that their their main their favorite sense is I ain't got to do this. Well, the key is when we were, huh? The key is when we were. This is a different time. Now you look at it this way. Thank you. Now now it's it's also due to economics because before when you were young, I'm assuming generally that. I used you to know, be young. Yep. I'm just saying that where I you li- where you lived and you talked about this so-called village where somebody would say something, there were people looking out for you. Oh, you knew that house down the street. Don't go by this lady's right. house. You knew the, right. you knew these things. Right. But now with 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 uh the cost of living high and people losing their jobs, these families are moved around so much that you don't want to even trust a your lot kids of moving around with because these people, the country displacement because the communities are, are, are no more there unless you're in certain areas you know what I don't even think that's a part of the cause what I think is part of the cause is people getting so 
you know, getting so ass hurt when anybody says anything to their child. You know, back in the day, anybody could say anything to anybody's kid if they saw the kid was out of line. People have got, and it has nothing to do with economics. This particular thing has zero to do with economics. It has nothing to do with economics when the mom who ain't doing her job parenting her child goes bad on a neighbor for telling her kid right from wrong. That ain't got shit to do with your money. Let me co-sign on Reggie's shit. I agree. It don't have nothing to do with economics. Here, here's what it is, what I was talking about before. You have the power to be in charge okay, of your own gotta, fucking brain. Got a caller here. Let's take that, all right? Let's do it. I had a good ass point. Yeah, you had a good one. I was going to say. Aldro Show at MCs.net. I felt it. What's up, y'all? It's Becky. Becky! Becky. Yes. Ms. Becky, on, come out to play. Yes, sir. What's going on? I'm yes. hearing this conversation. I'm going, I'm All right. going to tremble a little bit. Okay. Is, pa- is Palmasan with you or what? I like to tremble. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Has he been with you? <laughs> huh? Has he been with you? I can't hear you. What you oh, say? Okay, never mind. Go ahead. But on tonight's DJs topic, DJs always go straight for the drink. <laughs> on tonight's topic, to say something crazy. No, I, I wasn't saying anything. What What do you feel? What are you hearing so far? What do you, What do you want to input? Well, in um, as far as like, you know, um, the behaviors of our children today uh-huh. compared to behaviors of when we were growing up, mm-hmm. I, there is there is a large difference. And I think the reason why is because our parents come from parents that were close to a generation where they were taught to, you know, um, mind their parents, you know, when they were asked to do something, you know, chores and things of that sort, they did them uh, without no talk back. There was a lot of discipline that, that occurred in the home. There was a lot of Bam. respect. Um, there was a lot of um, um, role position. I am the parent, you are the child, and you will mind what I do. Message. And I think as the generations have gone forward, uh, um, it's gotten a lot lenient over the years. Um, uh, you know, the next child or the next child in line would, you know, not... Uh, not uh, expect or require of the child to do as much as they did when they were growing up in their parents' house, and then so forth and so on. Um, and then economics Sorry. didn't have a lot to do with, you know, how how a parent will will train their child. They're they're tripping because they can't really provide for their child, so their attitude toward the child get away from me. I'm stressed out. You know, right now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to feed you tomorrow. You know, those type of things. Uh, So there's not a lot of attention that's given to the child because they're stressed with how they're going to be able to provide for the child. So there's a lot of um, elements and components that that occur in a home that has been diluted, if you will, over from one generation to the next generation to the next generation. Been, you know, um, so it's eroded, huh? There's been an erosion. Beck, what, what's your name? Becky. Becky, are you a religious person? Are you a religious I am person? A religious person. Well, right. I'm not gonna say I'm religious, but I do go to church, thankfully. Well, you know, congratulations. I, 
I, I believe in faith. I think that's that's real. I believe in prayer. I think that's real. But the reason I asked that question was because I'm not a religious person, but I read religious books. And one thing I appreciate about the Bible is this chapter called Ecclesiastes. I don't know if you're familiar with that. You probably are. I'm very familiar. Way more than me. <laughs> but one thing I liked about that was it said nothing new is under the sun. I know somebody in 1620 was going, you know what? Back in 1580, uh, people, when they was on the sand, they ran up the mountain backwards. I don't know what it is about these 1620 kids. Uh, I know that happened. I know for a fact without even being alive back then. So what I take from that is might not. I think we're dealing with a situation where it's basically we're getting information so quickly in this society that we're not able to process regular life stuff. Perfect example, this show. There are people that listen to this show and be like, they're talking about human stuff, children, neighborhoods. That's boring. I need something more intoxicating, more quick. Uh, Another example, analogy would be you show kids all these video games, YouTube videos. They have iPads. They have impots. Then you take them in classroom. That's a digital environment, all these iPods and all these computers. That's digital. Then you take them to a classroom. And it's analog. They have a person sitting there with a marker. And they're like, listen to me and focus. And the kids are looking at them like, what? And they should look at them like that. We need to keep up with the pace of our technology so that we're not working towards technology. Technology is working for us. That being said, when we're talking about parenting, I feel like people just need to be natural. Be with your kids. Even when I say stupid stuff for my children, if I'm sitting there with them, it makes a difference in their lives, you know, for the better. What do you think about that? I think, let me just real quick. I'm going to I'm going I'm, I'm to talk. It's my fourth time you clown me in the show. That's the talk. fourth time, Reggie, you keep a count. You uh, me yeah. four times in the show. He's going to make it up on your check. Okay. Uh, I just forgot. Go ahead, Becky. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. sorry. Dang, you fucked me up. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, no, I, I totally agree. I think that parents do need to keep, with, keep up with the time. Um, but there's still some things that need to be, you know, uh, consistent in terms of what you've learned by the way that you have grown. I, I hope I'm not off of mark of what you were pointing out. Who am I talking to anyway? All of us. You're talking to uh, Aldro, Reggie Matthews, and, uh, and Mario Who was the gentleman that just spoke? Just okay. two time, Mario. So, that be saying, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm don't, sorry about that. I don't, you're not, you don't have to keep on point with me. I'm really learning so much from your opinion. I'm constantly learning. So whatever you say is going to be a growing point for me. I don't really have a set point. I'm not really, a, I don't think the world is like that. I'm, I'm going, whatever Go ahead, I hear, Becky. I'm good for yeah. That's my, your fifth clown. Um, That's well, the fifth clown right again, there. Again, I just think that there's certain certain values and morals that we all learn coming from the house. I mean, if, if, if the parent is not as involved um, with their children as they're growing and they're developing and they're, uh, you know, uh, becoming uh, more familiar with, with the world, because they're basically embellished from all the things that any adult have already experienced, you know, and that's why we tend to tell our children, you know, believe me, I know what you're getting into or I know how you feel because I've been there and I've done that. And I personally can't stand that line. I don't practice saying that to my own children. Uh-huh. But um, I, going back, I do agree that we do need to keep up with today's time to keep our children engaged. However, still maintain some of the values that we've learned um, whether our parents, you know, weren't the best parents in the world or not, but 
as adults, we have to kind of, you know, fill the world out for ourselves and make decisions for ourselves as we get older and, and you know, try to make the best out of what, you know, we've been taught over the years as, as children. You know, so with my kids personally, you know, I try to be straight up with them. Life isn't easy. This is, you know, what I think is the best thing to do, but I allow them to, you know, go out and seek and explore, feel the air, come back, and and I and I do what I call a, a open table discussion with my children. I put all four of my girls at the table, and we just sit and we talk yeah, every that's week. That's live right we there, that's what I'm saying. Every week. Whatever they want to talk about, they can talk about anything from say that again. Open table discussion. The issues that they see at school, or whatever the case might be, or if they just have any general questions, you know, that's Hmm. what I do to keep them involved and keep them, you know, learning the world and filling it out for themselves. But at the same time, while I'm trying to teach my children, I'm also trying to keep them safe. You know, keep them safe off these streets where there's. Uh, pedophiles, there's murderers, there's rapists, um, there's crime lords, you know, all of those things. I I want my children to have a childhood. I don't want them to get out there and say, okay, in order for me to be, you know, able to survive, I have to, you know, be a prostitute or, you know, I don't Hmm. want them to be in the wrong crowd and things of that sort. So that's my issue, and that's why I personally moved out of Oakland. Bex, we're all prostitutes, um, male and female. We're all home for the system. That's first of all. It's just a matter of how you choose to do it. You know, I mean, every job I've ever had, at the end of the day, I feel like I should have been wearing clear heels and a miniskirt. Trust me. But, <laughs> I mean, that's that's just me. That's just me. It's all subjective. But, it's what you see in your mind. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's a, that, that's a great thing. You, just, you hit the nail on the head when you said discussion because people don't have discussions with their kids. They usually bark orders. And, you know, and program as opposed to letting them grow into the people who they're supposed to be. But, Becky, we appreciate the call. Yeah. Do you have any shout outs uh, before you get up out of here? Are you getting on the bus? Are you getting on the bus? That's no, I'm not getting on the bus. No. I, I, I can't even see myself on the bus with y'all crazy sexaholics. What are you talking yeah. about? Oh, Becky. Yeah, I too want to give a shout out to um, the Aldro Show. Um, this is a very penetrating conversation that you guys are having tonight. Yeah, I'm not We're sexual? No, not sick, but I'm glad she was aware that this is some deep. People it's, don't like yeah. that no more. No, that's, that's what I love about Becky. Now. We we could talk about anything, you know. The, the woman has a mind to go behind that beautiful set of I posted on your Facebook and somebody was like, nah, blood, not in Oakland. We can't talk about that. She has a mind. Well, I think it's I think you're sad, you know, because those are the individuals that that, that will complain about Actually, you know, they kind of getting shot, you know, and, you know, whatever else. I, I don't even understand it no more. Obviously, I've been out of Oakland for 10 years, and I'm just thankful that my kids can ride a bike up and down the street and yeah, nobody's going to come smashing and shooting and stuff like yeah, that. You know, right. that's just my my um, personal oh. gratefulness in this whole situation. I think parents just need to be smart, you know, realize you know, that we have children. Children don't know what's really going out in the world. They go to school. They meet people. 
they're getting peer pressure in all type of ways. They come home, they sit in front of the TV. There's a lot of influences, negative influences that they watch on TV. TV. That we're not uh, monitoring on a day-to-day basis. SpongeBob is making our kids stupid. We got to keep at least get involved with your children enough to find out what's going on in their head. Talk to them, you know what I'm saying? Let Let them feel their beings. Let them get their feelings out. You know, even if it's you know, I hate you, Mama. Just oh, why? What's wrong? Yeah. You know, what did I do? How can I fix it? How can I make it better? They want to be heard. You know, after you knock them out. <laughs> huh? So after you knock them out. Yeah, after I knock them out, cause I haven't. <laughs> you know, I, I'm gonna knock my kids out if they just wrong. But you know, um, they have a voice. You know, we can't treat our children like they're stupid. Obviously, they're not. Uh, some of them are. Children are a lot smarter than adults. They ain't forgot the real lessons. <laughs> no, they ain't some, forgot the real lessons. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Some of these motherfuckers are simple. They ain't all smart. Look, just like we can't all play in the NFL, we ain't all got a 44-inch vertical. I do. You know, we, ain't, we don't all. But a student is only as smart. All. A student is only as smart as his teacher. If them kids okay. are stupid, we need to get our asses out there. They're not stupid. I think they're naive because they just don't know, you know. But they they have a a great idea of what they're dealing with, you know, what they're faced with. When they come home and open up the refrigerator and they're hungry and there's nothing in the refrigerator, they know something is wrong. Mama's not working. I ain't seen her ass get up and go to work in days, you know, or nothing. She's been in bed when I left this morning for school. When I come home. She's still in bed. There's something wrong. Or they if know. everybody's working and there's still no food. Yeah, that's the new. That's the new shit. That's coming. the new shit. Everybody's <laughs> working and there's still no food. Or, yeah, or well, you got food, you know, but it's not really true. food. That's a lot of. And, see, a, and I think that that also affects the children too, because the parents, you know, and and I agree with Yak on this. You know, when our parents, you know, got involved with, or some of our parents got involved with, you know, the the party scene, with the crack scene, and things like that, we started to let go of those values, and that's where I was really gone with it. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. our parents, or the parents before us, our parents started to let go. You know, they let go of the values. They let go of putting attention into the child. You know, whether just to say hi. You know, they'll leave notes on the on the counter and say, hey, I'll be back, you know, and don't show up until later on that night. And this is the generation that we're dealing with right now. We're dealing with the parents that let go of their children. How many bedrooms are your, is your house? Having children, That's and they're not houses. teaching yes, those children anything because they didn't, they wasn't born with values. They Becky. Born with being moral. Becky, 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 how many bedrooms is no? You might, she might not want to give out the information. Would you be willing to um, donate a room of yours if there was a program where girls age six to fourteen needed a place to go instead of hanging out with boyfriends or on the street? Would you donate a bedroom? This is not you're oh, not definitely. getting. Yeah, um, no Obama. Actually, you there's no what? Obama what money my... coming back or nothing. No, you don't get anything but the the solace that you might be helping another human being. And I say that because, not you specifically, but I've, I've heard people say, well, you know, how am I supposed to support this? It's, all, it's a tough time for everybody. Would you be willing to just get out there and do it? Not just willing, I have done it. And That's um, the sixth time I got clowned. mostly for family members. You know, mostly for family members. I have a couple of um, cousins, no right cousins, on. who have raised their 
uh, female children who didn't know how to really, once they got, you know, into puberty, didn't really know how to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And I've taken in three, four second female cousins into my home and yeah. tried to, Now, you know, that's what they should show on KRN except dude was in a liquor store, took Twinkies. She just told a story that's really the focal point of what everybody needs to do. It's not about holding up a sign or getting on TV. Man, you got some cousins that are going the wrong way. Take them in. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You just got me juice. Go ahead. No, I mean, it's, it's real talk, you know, and I think I think the same. I would I would feed a person before I even give them a dollar, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. you know, based on, you know, what I believe in, in terms of their appearance. And, really? Can, um, can you find a Go ahead. Can you fry chicken? I mean, I do. I'm just like all them real people out there. How many people are out there listening to the show as real as Becky? Has anybody else t- taken somebody in and was like, I don't have no food for you, and just took them in anyway and made it do what it do? And on top of that, have you ever taken someone in and it wound up fucking you in the end? You know what I'm saying? That's the cold part. Humanity is an ocean. No, <laughs> I've never throw. had that experience. I think, you know, based on my relationship with God, I mean, I do everything, <laughs> you know, I do everything systematically, number one, and you know it has to be, it has to be from my heart. You just kind of know when you meet that person or come across that person, you know that God has kind of like put you in a position where you know you would reach out to that individual because everybody is not needed, even though they appear to be, you know. But actually, I'm gonna tell you guys something. I need I'm some fried chicken. But real quick, you know, long time way before I even had children, um, I remember in the third grade. Uh, uh, my third grade teacher had asked the, you know, the class one by one, you know, what would you like to do when you get older, you know? And uh, when I stood up, when it was my turn, my response was, is that I would like to adopt children. Wow. Because they need a home too. And that, you know, it's, they are our future. And if you don't invest in them, (laughs) then, you know, we're we're looking at the demise of of all nationalities, really. You know, I'm not just trying to keep this, you know, just well, about blacks, but it's not you know, a racial all thing. nationalities. Everybody needs a home. Everybody, children needs an opportunity. We've been given an opportunity. They deserve one. And I really despise the the pedophiles, the rapists, the killers. Yeah, I can't of tolerate children. that, that just either. Really touches That's me. Where I, draw. I don't like capital punishment. I don't like nobody killing nothing. That's an excuse. But the pedophiles, I can't get past that. And rapists, I can't get past that. All right, all right, Thank Becky, you. baby, we have to go because we my, got called. Yeah, I'm out. But we, right, love fans, love I'm out here. we love you. We love you, Becky. Uh, really appreciate it. I love you too. And get on the bus, please. Get on the bus, baby. Man, if Damien come and pick me up, because I know Reggie won't cross the toe, but if Damien come pick me up, I'll roll with Damien. But I ain't getting on the bus with y'all crazy. Reggie might just be there in spirits. No escape. No refund. No refund. All right. (laughs) Bye, you guys. All right. Go Niners. That's right. She's a Niner fan. That's right. You know what I'm saying? We got to stick together. You know what I'm saying? Well, we win and won. One Raider fan, one Niner fan tonight. <laughs> Aldro Show getting deep, MCs.net. I need to know that information. I don't know, man. I can't even. Can't even look here, man. Get to my account. 
But uh, Aldro Show bringing it to you. Uh, big shout out to all the listeners out there on uh, on uh, Facebook. Oh, we got another call. Come on, let's go. Aldro got hella Mexican beer on the set. <laughs> I got that Modelo. Aldro Show at MCs.net. What's good? I fucks with it. Hey, what y'all doing in there, man? <laughs> what firm do you represent, sir? The Smarf Nettles, man, from the gallery, man. Yes, sir. Smarf. Nettles, Nettles, and Nettles. LLP. What's going on? Chilling. I don't even. I haven't been checking in. I just. I saw the topic and I thought, like, damn, well, hold on. I gotta. I gotta call my folks to kind of chime in on this one. Yes, give it to us. But uh. That's it. You know, is the topic still the same? Like, remind me. It's like, what do we do? Yeah. What? What? what uh, if you were in charge, basically, of we'll just say open. Uh, what? 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 What are some of the first things you would implement as far as uh, curtailing some of the violence and giving, uh, I guess, the youth something something to do, or bringing something good to Oakland for that matter? Bringing something good to Oakland. Yeah. So. Let me see. My short answer to that, and I think it's a, a couple of people have already wrote about it, like posted in the gallery. Whether you like it or not, we got to put more cops on the streets. That's just, you know, whether you don't like the amount of money it's going to take from, you know, to do that or whatnot, it's like, you know, that's that's like, that's one half of the equation. You got to put cops on the street. Can, what's Mar? Mar, can I say one thing? Can I say one thing? One thing, and I would never. I have to say this: if cops were out there on foot patrolling, like in the past, being a part of the community and understanding the community's cultures and traditions, that would be good. But when cops are coming from out, not cops, that's derogatory. But when officers, certain officers, are coming from out of the community and they're on defense and they're afraid of the community, that it's not so good to have officers in your community because it goes from being protective to being surveilled a lot of people out here are getting ran up on cars my son twice on my street and i live in the diamond district straight up hey "Hey, where are you at what's your name where are you from now they don't do that in danville they don't do that in uh in Uh, walnut creek so i feel like who's that who's this fucking that's Justin. A, no, that's a. It's two time mario justin who is that uh that's mario h two time uh, Mario, I completely agree with you, bro. One hundred and ten percent. And I'm not continuing your point. You. I agree with with your point. I just was bringing a different perspective. But continue. Go ahead. Right. So. Well, so then, uh, what I would say is, then let me change my statement and say that we need to put more culturally sensitive cops on the street, or cops who are from our community on the streets. That that's it. that's what we need. That's you know you. What we're talking about is not really the policing, but the type of policing we're getting, because you're right, we're getting people who are not from our community, and so it can turn into more of a surveilling thing than actually, you know, providing a service for the community. At this point, unfortunately, I I don't mean to interrupt, but I I have to state this. I feel like it's almost a lost cause, but because this goes beyond race, this, this goes beyond class. If you look across the country, What's not being shown, what's actually blacked out in the news about the riots going on in Wall Street. If you look on in the in the uh, other countries in Australia, for example, they walked up on a judge and citizens made an arrest. You know what I mean? Right. And, and it was damn near right. time. There's a lot going on which is showing that along with heightened uh, protection of 
so-called countries and continents is right. becoming a police state. And I don't mean that to say that in a conspiratist way. I mean to say that by right. the way the laws are designed and the technology right. that is being implemented with those laws. So people got to be very careful about those statements about, well, you know what, we need some curfews and we need more uniformed officials because there's going to be a point where you're not going to be able to go anywhere without uniformed officials. Right. So, but, t- so Tucson, where do we get here's this Here's what I'm saying, though, is that we are at a point where we have young people who, I mean, we can speak frank, right? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We got if nothing else. You just heard that? What was that? Uh, you just heard a motherfucker burn out on the street that wasn't wide enough to do a burnout on the <laughs> which, which extends my point that these young people, we are at a point where we have youth who don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why I'm saying, you know, just to, to curb that element. And Mark, let element me extend my courtesy to you and say I totally agree as an older person, but do you understand, you, obviously you understand, when you, when you hide at a young person, you irritated by them, What's actually happening is they're a projection of yourself. You know, what these young people are doing is not having the solidarity that you have, not having the knowledge that you have, not having the discipline, right. not having the compassion. Right. There is a point where we right. all were, were not halves. But the difference right. was there were people that would step in and be like, and let me just keep it real. It was the church. You know, along right. one sure. bad thing about people talk about church and what we need to expand beyond the church. But the church is very important in the black community. It's one of the things that kept people together, and that has dissolved among a lot of other things. So, you know, that being said, it's nothing new. But, 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 but let me let me just out let me just lay out at least what I think my points will be to to at least stabilize Oakland so we can start building because this isn't no like open and shut situation where we could just say do X, do Y, do Z, and then Oakland is all good. But. I feel like in order to, to, to maybe, it is you know, more complex like than that. we just got yeah. people out here who just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I got a, uh, you know, I just finished my last, my first year of law school, and I met with one of my homies, one of my classmates about three weeks ago. We just stopped and talked for a minute. He wants to be a defense attorney, and he uh, interned for a judge. Plenty of work. Uh, over here in Alameda County. That's how you get paid. And, uh. So he was, you know, interning with his judge. One of the cases he had was a guy who shot three 18-year-olds. No, he he shot and killed four people in one night. Three of them he shot at one time. And these were, you know, recent graduates of, like, uh, what's that school up there on the 98th, that Catholic school? um, Bishop O'Dell. Bishop O'Dell. O'Dell. Yeah, they just graduated from Odell. I mean, they weren't banging or nothing. They just, I don't know where they, just in the wrong place at the wrong time. One of them had a red, a Cincinnati red hat on. This guy, you know, told his home to pull the car over and, and you know, started some shit with, with all three of them, blasted all three of them. Just no respect for life. Right, yep. You know, and, and before, and like I'm saying, two hours before that, they was at, you know, drove somewhere to a sideshow somewhere, told his homie to pull over, got out the car, went blast somebody and got back in the car and did, did whatever he was going to do. That is just one story, but that's the ele- that's the type of elements we have in Oakland, not to generalize. I'm but, not even going to say Oakland. Know, I'm going to say that. countrywide. I mean, I've heard some of the saddest, most depraved stories in the world coming from young people. And t- if you ask certain young people, they'll tell you, I don't give a fuck. 
And why should I? Mm-hmm. And it's just a mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a projection of, of, of their conditions. It ain't even got to be bad conditions. I know some thugs from Hercules. It ain't even got to be bad. You can but, have two parents. Yeah, I, I think we're at a point where we we have to realize that we can't save everyone right now. We just got to kind of build for the future, stabilize where we're at, and build with, for the future. And then stabilize. So, in other words, some children everyone. should be left behind. No. I think more so the question that should be posed to him because he, he brought up a great point. Do you think that solution is the penal solution or the law enforcement solution or the socialized uh, community solution? Because here's my thing. when I, I read a book recently called Power Versus Force. It flipped me out because it showed me it's just everything is power versus force. If you're talking about forcing your way out of the situation, you're going to want more laws, more law enforcement, more technological right. surveillance tactics. And people don't even right. know. You can catch a piece of metal in a big old forest from a helicopter, you know, 50 feet in the air. For what? For your children. So is that right. what you think the solution is? Or do you think the solution no, no. is maybe it's not my 40-hour-a-week job in my three-bedroom house. Maybe I need a one-bedroom house, and I need to throw a goddamn seminar on Leona Park where we, where we run or we do a job. What do you think it is? you think it's community or penal and law enforcement? I think it's I think it's going to be kind of a mixture of both. We whether we want to accept it or not, our society is set is set up such that we're gonna we need a penal system because not everybody's going to follow the law. Our laws are based on property rights, based on protecting your shit, whether it's your person or your property. And so there's just going to be the way our structure is set up. Some people are going to have, and some people are going to have not. That's right. To have not are either going to find the means, we're going to either create the means for them to have, or we're going to leave them hanging, and they're going to take what they don't have. That's right. Whether it's your person or your property. So we need a penal code in place to handle them. Okay, now, so you got the penal fold to emphasize what's when they come to take your sh- when you come to take your shit because they don't have it. That's what the penal code is in place for. But is the, right. the emphasis is on the penal code? What about the other side? Is there something just as strong as the state sponsor? You know, institutional justice. What I like to call the injustice system. Troy Davis. You know, rest in power. Is it you got the penal code to protect people coming to get get things? But what do you have in place? To, 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 as in the opposition of the penal code, the compassion element, or like I said, the power. You got the force, you got the penal code. Where's the power on the other side? This you, one, I do agree you have to have Remember me? Wait, you mean the, what, what this, are you talking about? Hold the on. Power but, like the, but the, 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 the balance to offset the, the force side, the more uh, abstract power side control as in pointing back to my earlier point. Love the audience. Your the audience point, um, the parents. Man, they're heavy. All of this starts from the parents Man, or know. parent, and with to me it points out to it points back to the economic side. Parents are less available for their children. Damn. Yep. Parents Capitalism. are working just just simply to provide. Labor Bracken Brown. But let alone when, when let alone when a parent wants to provide, yet still buy those those expensive bags and shoes and and and. And Playstations and things like that That extra shit or the platinum package The system on, uh, is designed for you to have enough time to go to work Go <laughs> home, saying, uh, distracting, go back to work don't cost no money, bro <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so the platinum package don't cost no oh, money well, you know, oh, Here I, y'all I mean, go you know, the, 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 Platinum the, parent package <laughs> I don't know, the, uh, the you know what I mean The cable channels and all that, you know what I'm saying 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 800 oh, that's Playboy was squiggly. But, that's what's uh, wrong. I mean, I'm saying, and then now it's the, 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 the technology, number. as far as you can text the kid all day, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. You don't have right. to be. So it's, it's a lot of, uh, you know, it's a lot of loose leash parenting, if you will. Uh, the, but, you know, what's, what's, what's interesting is that, so I'm in planning right now, right? So I'm studying for a master's in city planning, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm in my first semester of this right now, and so I've got a lot of, you know, community development classes, history of city planning, um, you know, community public health courses, and, you know, we're talking about, you know, community development and, and like, trying to identify all of these forces or these interventions in the past that were meant to, you know, uplift communities or bring home ownership to, you know, people and, you know, the decentralization of, of the urban core and suburbanization and, you know, federal housing policies and all this other shit. And Man. it's like, you know, when you really, to, to me and I've watched this in, in class a, a few times that it seems like we are just, you know, trying to, trying to figure out different interventions within this construct of our capitalist economic structure. It's, it's, we are in an economic system such that it promotes, you know, it, it creates what, everything we, that we're seeing right now is a symptom. It's a symptom of this triangle we live in where we've got 1% owning 40% of the wealth in the nation at the top, and then we've got a shrunken middle class, and we've got this huge, you know, core people at the bottom your lower class and your underclass who are filling the brunt. And poverty is violent. That's the that's the bottom line. And so it's like how do we poverty is violent, bro. You know, when you when you when you broke, when you you know, if you starving, are you gonna be nice? You know, you're not worried yeah, about no. courtesy or respect. But you said it you earlier in the high in the hierarchical system. I, I remember you mentioned, you know, in a capitalist system some people have to have, and you're absolutely right. Some people have to have not, or it doesn't work. It has to be or dope boy terms. It have to be a buyer. There has to be a seller, you know, so on and so forth. Right. right. So why not, why not circumvent that whole idea? Perfect example. I see you have a wide dynamic of understanding as far as what's happening. Why go through a state sponsored education? Why, you, why would you need a law instructor to tell you how to organize in your community and come down. And the reason I'm saying this is because I've been to community meetings where there'd be serious cats in there and people will be looking around like, you know, where is everybody that's I don't know. I'm 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 give and take on that because you gotta have the paperwork and you want that environment with that simulated learning and you can't really get that in our society. But at the same time right. it's a tough call. I mean when you but when you talk about a community meeting or when you talk about, you know, a city council meeting and stuff like that, I mean Look around and see who the, who the people that show up, you know, they, they're usually going to be stakeholders. They're going to be, you know, homeowners. They pay property taxes. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, they have some shit at stake. When you are, you know, a single mom or a single dad and you work in two or three jobs, really all you can really focus on at the time mm-hmm. is that job and the bills you got at hand and feeding your kids. You can't really look up. You don't have the headspace or the capacity to start thinking about, you know, some policies or, or voting for some resolution to bring, you know, state-sponsored education or universal health care. You know, like, that's that's over your head. Not to say that you're not smart enough to grasp it, but you just don't have the capacity to deal with it There's right no now. There's no time for it. 
So that's community the organizing. By Randall Robinson, Pete Chuck talked about that. That's the shit right there. You don't have the time or the capacity. Your brain don't have the room for it. But that's why I want to give a shout out to everybody that got off of work early and showed up for these marches and Oscar Grant rallies and everybody in New York that's standing up. That's the paradigm shift. Ain't nobody yeah, got time that, for nothing. The people that yeah, went that, out there, some, man. That's some, because you got so much at stake. I mean, you like, you know, you and it is, it's like the, the, the Wall Street thing right now is not getting covered, but, you know, a That's lot of That's clowning right there. You beat that? To... Total blackout. They out there clowning deep. Yeah. Getting beat up, maced. And they got but then, X Factor. But think about it, too, though. Think Housewives. about it, too, though. You got a lot of students. You got people who got shit at stake. You got people out there with, you know, $25,000, $50,000 student loan debt. One dude had a sign. He held it up. He was like, man... My parents died. They, they, my parents died, and that's the reason I'm out here. Because I got their loans. And another person was like, "I'm not even broke. My parents had a great time in the capitalist system, and they gave me money to come out here. And I feel like I should come out here anyway. And I ain't mad at them. And you know what? Man. We need more of them. Yeah, bingo. That's all. You, that's what you really need. We to need make it more. Around. You really need more of them. Our voice is important. It's just as important. But we really need more. Now. All you people that were raised in public story. education, they tell you about the slaves. Remember, without the abolitionists, a lot of them were white people. You know, a lot of yeah. that slave runaway would have never happened. So when you talk about the system, understand the system is not white people. You know, the system is a monetary system. You're going to want to make these other people in the hills that you're talking about got it made. They have their own problems. Be their adversaries. Talk to them. Find a common connection. Yeah. That's what it's going to take. Ain't yeah, shit changed. True. Ecclesiastes, I ain't even religious. Time, Fuck it. At, at the same time, the reason they're in the hills is, a, is you know, a product of, you know, public policy in the 30s, 40s, and 50s mm-hmm. that, you know, oh, enables, you know, the federal government to, like, subsidize these loans for certain people mm-hmm. to allow them to get into the hills. Speak on it. People, you ride into the hills right now, you will not see one house for sale, and you will never, right. ever see And it's a not house because people sale. didn't lace their boots up tight and look for a job hard enough. It has nothing no, to do no, with that, that. that. That's not what happened. It was because it was a systematic and it was a planned, it was a plan to keep certain people, us, away <laughs> from them loans to allow us to get over into them, them up the better areas. And that's not even systemic areas. of Oakland. Wake up, people. And, that happened in almost happened, every state. What once they get there, Redlining. They, get, they get home, they get mortgage interest deductions, they get, you know, other federal federal subsidies that you don't hear about. When when you talk about lower class people, you talk about welfare and you talk about them subsidies. But if you talk about middle and upper income class people, they got federal subsidies too. That's you right. Corporations too. In the tax code. You know what I mean? So that and then that money that they save, that money, those those subsidies, they exactly. turn around yeah. and they transfer that to their son's education. Their so son's they didn't walk educated. into the welfare line with a suit and a Cadillac and pick up their check, but they did flip a house way up in the hills in the way that nobody else could. Or they did make yeah. forty two million dollars and pay less taxes than every single earlobe that's listening to the show right, right. now. Right. Let that hit so your now, cerebellum. So now, so and you just touched on something right now. So let's talk about taxes because taxes or the lack thereof, tax revenue, is the reason why we can't have. Is the reason why we have an education system the way it is. Is the reason why we don't have after school programs. Is the reason why we don't have other social systems set up or that were set up. We just don't have the funding for them right now. When you like these, these UC cuts and you know uh, the hikes in education. And, you know, on one side of the story, yeah, we're paying the exec way too much money, which I agree. 
And then the other side of the story is fucking state is broke. Mm-hmm. And it's broke because we passed we passed Proposition 13 back in, what was that, Damn. 78, that froze, you know, froze property taxes, you know, down to like mm-hmm. 2% and froze and, and exempted corporations from property taxes. You want to talk about money lost, look at like Clorox and all these other companies that are that are having headquarters in Oakland or in anywhere, you know, in California and not paying their fair share of the taxes. And now, 30 years later, all that shit is coming to bear. All that loss of revenue is coming to bear. People need to so pay, pay advantage about, of mergers. When people think people have mergers, they think that something big is happening. What that means is one person is, one company is too weak and cannot survive and has to merge with another company just to stay afloat. Yeah. And we're talking about billion-dollar yeah. companies. If that happens on a company level, then you understand that how you're broke and you're poor and you hustling, these corporations are doing the same thing. They ain't no bigger than we are. We're all experiencing the yeah. same thing. Mm-hmm. I looked at a brain scan of a rat. It looks the same as a galaxy. It's all the same shit. Mergers and yeah. marriage have a lot and of rat women. brains and gastro. So when you, when you talk about like what we can do, you know what you can do, you know, to, to better Oakland, it's like you, not to say that, that that question is misplaced, but I think you really have to start talking about where and how we got here in the first place. You know, understand the process since like the 40s and 50s. But can you, you tell know, us how we do that in an analog man. world, <laughs> digital YouTube and everything everywhere? How do you get these youngsters <laughs> to watch history? That's something that's far wait, gone. And how do you do wait, that? Wait, wait, Say that again. How do you get people? History is really where it's at. You got to learn your past, right? In an age of instant information, how do you get young people to understand what really happened in Oakland? What what Cointel Pro is about? What capitalism is really about? Back in the day, you walk out of high school, somebody's shoving a magazine in your face, a newspaper. You know about revolution right. and capitalism in countries three hundred miles away. Right now, you don't know what the hell the hell is happening in Antioch. If you're in eleventh right. grade, you worried about what's happening on the video and if they shoving down your throat. Yeah, but the so, but the culture here is different. Like for instance, you go down to um, and I, I've never been, so I can't speak from personal experience, but only from what I've, I've studied and read. Down in Argentina, any citizen in Argentina knows what the currency rate for their money is in compared to the United States dollar. But if you come here and you ask some kid, how much does you know how many dollars does it take to equal one euro? They couldn't tell you. The reason for that is because Argentina has been through so many structural adjustment programs, has survived so many, you know, hyperinflation phases where they, you know, their money was basically worthless and the price of food skyrocketed that every day the price of, you know, just their basic necessities went up. So they had to keep an eye on it. And this is like back in the 60s and 70s, but that's part of their culture now. They know to keep a watch on that shit. The culture is different. Same with France. France has a history of revolution. So the pop, the, the political culture there is way different here because they know to keep an eye on shit. And then at the same time, France has a parliament. They have a one-house system. We, don't, we, have, we have a bicameral system. We got a house and a Senate. Yeah, but if they so told it, it, you we was going to switch to socialism right now, people would be high to paying taxes. Oh, yeah. motherfucker, I would be hot if we switched to socialism right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I think, you know, capitalism can work. It, it, it brings, I mean, capitalism is the reason why I can stand right here on the corner of Lee and Grand Ave and talk to you from my eye. Yeah, but that's just you. We're not talking about you. Capitalism can work if it's wrapped in a casket with duct tape. Can, 
It, it can, but it doesn't because we have because we have people who make a lot of money. You said it earlier. Capitalists can work as one person's on top. Somebody got to lose, though. That's every time. You know this. But, but that's the thing, though. But that's the thing, though. That wasn't the initial. That wasn't Adam Smith's initial. You know, concept of capitalism. Before yeah, he mutated worked, that. They before he worked. That. Before he wrote the Wealth of Nations, he also wrote. He wrote uh, what's it called? Uh, the, the moral sentiment. You know, yeah, the moral sentiment. Basically, like, hold on, hold on. Aldro's waving me. Is this too heavy for your for the audience? Well, All this game and history. This is what the fuck we was talking no, about. No, I'm saying they can't. Not, even, you can't not, handle that. It's not that, man. Uh, aside from the fact that you probably dried up the every pussy sentiment? in the room. In, in the the broadcast, is that what you think? I, as a man, you think no. intelligent conversation dries up pussy. No, and who is no. that? That's your statement, Hold ladies. You know what? Would you Hold like to call in and dis and uh, <laughs> disagree with Justin's sentiment that intelligent wow. and historic conversation <laughs> dries up pussy? Wow, I don't believe that. Based on my experience and my and the person I fell in love with. Okay, how many how many beers is that? Listen. One, two. Are you counting beers? <laughs> Let's talk about that. One and a half beers to get on the Aldro show. No fan. Window shut. Fans with 1973 hey. cigarette stains on them. Shut down. At least lift them open. Give me your 15 seconds, man. But. That's my 10th clown. That's the 10th time. I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, know if I can tell you right there. The 11th clown. Hey, Marv, I'm out of here. It'll, it'll be on right on, Christmas. Marv. I appreciate it. It'll be in your Christmas bonus, baby. It's all good. No, but right, right on for calling, man. Be, be safe. And get, uh, get at me for uh, get on the bus. Alright, one. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hit you tomorrow. Yes, sir. Okay, here, here's what here's a Reggie Matthews what he needs. Said? I need okay. fifteen peanut gallery members to donate no, I need yeah, fifteen peanut gallery members to donate two dollars a piece for the phantom seat on the bus. It's going to a very good cause. <laughs> the phantom seat. The phantom seat. Fifteen peanut gallery members chip in two bucks a piece, no questions asked. For the phantom seat on the bus. Okay. That's what we need. All right. There's also a pretty big following for uh, Mario to shut the hell up. But, uh, <laughs> Such as I spoke it. Oh, number no, 11? I, that's no, not. That's 11? People don't want that in this society. No, people that's don't not that they that. don't want it. But at the same time, you kind of, it's, it's, it's more about portion no, control, I know, I'd I know, say. I, knew, I was off. And, uh, it's all good. I you know, it. I sound like Mario was sound like we was talking to Maxwell or something on the phone. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? But, uh. Yeah. Hey, Aldro show is Marv, Marv gonna be sweet talking juries when he graduates law school. <laughs> he gonna be Fury, uh, Nicholas Styles. You know, he gonna be yeah, he gonna be the R and B lawyer. <laughs> I heard that. Also, understand I'm giving you the benefit of my beer interview. The only time I do a late night beer interview is with you only. Now you hating on exclusive, my beer interview? Exclusive. And you coming, hating on the exclusive idiot. And coming idiot. up next segment, Aldro Sports. Yes, that thing. Uh, and which is also part of a major distraction. But, uh, yeah, Aldro Show at MCs.net. You p- raining game it's in like California. It's like the sets of dice. Yes, sir. Coming out lashing. 13 straight lashes. Just ha, 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 with all that game. But anyway, uh, basically, well... Cocaine is a hell of a drug. No, <laughs> but uh, what are some of it? We got baby bladder over there in the background. It's like his fifth trip to the bathroom and shit. It's okay. This nigga has a bladder of a squirrel, <laughs> basically, of a six-year-old. Hey, if we ever get stuck in the desert, I need water for my radiator. I want this man with me. <laughs> Show me how to do it. 
the light switch of the six year old? <laughs> no, that's, that's on purpose. You <laughs> <laughs> said PGD is hot. Nah, I need to put proud through my <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? But, uh. He just don't want you to be able to see toilet paper. <laughs> or water. But, uh. <laughs> it's water world in that bitch, for real. I have a little bit of piss on the side. I have to wipe it. I'm a grown man. I can't leave no side piss. Yeah. Well, let's 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 take it to Facebook here. Let's look at some uh, to the gallery. Let's see uh, some of the comments we've been getting on this hot topic. It must be free beer. These niggas is getting up. <laughs> niggas just niggas just come over, take advantage, eat your shit. You know what I'm saying? All, all up. But uh, yeah, Bentley Coop talking about we need more programs for our youth, hire more cops, and a uh, better education. Which, uh, all of those take money, and apparently if schools are closing, the money's not getting down the pipeline to the school. I think we need to give every adult in Oakland a free belt. (laughs) Just a free leather belt. (laughs) Do with it what you want. I'm not going to comment. I'm just saying have a free leather belt. And uh, do with what you will. Whatever comes to mind. Break glass in case of ass whooping. But uh, disobedience. Uh, Coco Princess says, I would recruit special educators to develop programs in the schools that are closing for excellent students. Programs that will be duplicated across the nation. Mm. Possible? Yeah. Or we could go to an open hand slap to the face. <laughs> on, a, on a more local level there. Huh? Immediate. Well, I mean... That's another thing too. I mean, like I said, to me, it's the parent. I'm pointing my fingers always at at the, at the upbringing because everything starts from home. Whether you, whether the home is good or bad, that's where everything. That's where the child starts, you know, uh, and carries himself in other situations outside of the home because that's where he knows the you, home. You know what's or funny? She knows. Kids don't. You know what? It's like I was listening to my son and his friends talk. He's 15. You know, and they were talking about the parents. I was ear hustling, whatever. And not one of them got a good, I got my ass toe up story. You know, they were talking about getting in trouble and stuff. And remember when we used to have those conversations as teenagers, we used to talk about getting in trouble. <laughs> and we had numerous stories about how we got our asses toe up. Mm-hmm. They not one of them had it. They was like, "Man, my mom's tripping me. She's telling me she took away my PSP because <laughs> it's real? law now. Y'all want more law? It's no, more law. She took away my PSP when I was eight. I was so mad. Like you were eight, and she took away your PSP. That was your that's your big story of heartache and triumph. But real? I have to say, the mass whoopings is really a blow to self esteem. And the reason why we're not out there feeling ourselves and feeling strong is because we got our asses whooped. We was like, a lot of that kept us in line when we had church to supplement it, but without some kind of guidance, an ass whooping is just that. It's an ass whooping. Yeah, well, uh, I think some of these little fuckers need mm-hmm. an ass whooping uh, and just an ass whooping. I feel like how people need ass whoopings out in a little. Dude. I was in a DMV, a dude was over niggin', and, I, and I, was, I, I couldn't take it. Like on the seventeenth nigga, and I ain't one of them interjecting kind of guys with young people on language. They're just language and symbols. But on the seventeenth nigga, I was like, come on, man. We in the DMV. Is there anything else you can say? He was like, you ain't my daddy. And I was like, <laughs> I was like do you, you don't know that. I was like, you obviously don't have a daddy. Because if you did, he would raise you to not say nigga in front of hella white people 
over and over and over again because they knew their history. Exactly. And he, he kind of shut up for a minute, but then he bowled it up on me. He was like, hmm. whatever, blood, I can say what I want to say. And that's when I had to step back. But that being said, yeah. the ass whoopings and the lessons... Yeah, Aldro told me not to overreact. That's no, but the discipline. It's a, it points to the parents. That's but the, see, that's the object though. You know, he's like he said, "You ain't my daddy." Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I feel you on that. But at the same time, it's like back in the day, somebody didn't have to be your daddy to check you. And that's, that's my true. point. That right there, yeah. That's that's, that's my point. Nobody didn't have to be your daddy to check. Why don't you but, ask the listeners but, that? Would you be willing to check a, somebody in the street, or is gun violence a factor? Man, gun violence is a, a factor, factor now, but again, if they've been checked by the daddy in the first place, place it wouldn't be. yeah, and they they they'd be used no, to I'm getting kidding. smacked. But I'm saying it points to my my point again. Also, is that to support your point, of course, Reggie Matthews, oh. is that these communities now before you knew all the neighbors on your block. Now you know, these people are moving around so much. New neighbors, Section Eight, all type of shits going on to where these people are. Moving out and there's no community. I still say that doesn't matter as much because the bottom line is you should view people and, as people. And there's okay. so many, as we said, pedophiles. There's so much crazy shit going on. You are That's cons- not new. You that are shit con- has but, been but, the case. But it's heightened. No, it's at this not. End, no, the awareness is. It is heightened because it comes at you through so many forms. Now, I feel like back then when it was taboo to talk about, that's when it was heightened. Now, at least there's a little bit of fear. What I think is heightened is the media exploitation of it. They're designed that's, to not make you trust people and not make you trust your neighbor what so I, you can keep paying them. See, now, and this is what the... And them is, is you. Hold on, this is what the gallery's talking about. You're talking... You're, 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 I'm over yacking. You're over yacking, man. My point was... Shout out to my boy Yak, my man Yak. Yeah, over. okay. Shout out to Bud. <laughs> Wise. Wise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what was my fucking point? My uh, God. You were saying the gallery was saying. No, before that, man. See how uh, fast you lose your train of thought. No, man. I think the Budweiser-infused statement meant a lot right there. I mean, seriously. Would you <laughs> think it all did? Check a, a child in the middle of the street for going bad? I'm I would saying, love I'm, to. The point, that, I would that was fucking, the point. Ooh, I would, ooh, I would love to. <laughs> I would. Ooh. <laughs> I wish I could. Ooh. <laughs> I'm saying, though, just saying that, that, uh, they're exposed and being conditioned to distrust people, I as well as new people. I mean, motherfuckers are getting killed, cut up, suitcases, and mamas getting off scot free. All that type of shit going on. Babies found in rivers and and stolen cars and things like that. I'm saying you you want to keep an eye on your children. Yeah, walking around, painting pants. Or as far as teaching them uh, that not to trust people. Well, I mean, I you know that it all started with Kevin Collins. Just keep it real. Texas That's when go. people learned how right. to be afraid to walk right. down the street. Nineteen eighty four. That's a slippery slope too, and man. That was the first instance. Then it became poly class. Here's the thing: people get st- kids get stolen. Michaela Garrett. There are crazy people out there, but that's no reason to disconnect from nature and your fellow man. And once you understand that, went live or die. That's what we're supposed to be here doing. Then you have no fear. And then suddenly, it's a beautiful world in your perspective and in your mind. But as long as you're on the defense and you're clinching up your heart, that's what your reality is going to be. And you're going to be tripping off of that shit all the time. And what do you think your life is going to be like? Fuck that. Live your life. Connect with your fellow person. Don't let nobody take that away from you, even if they do say I'm Quran 4. Interesting. Over yakking. Shout out to my man Yak for calling. You didn't think I was over yakking. Marv Nettles, the genius of the, of the, of the audience. Obviously, wow. there has to be a genius in every audience. 
my declaration is Marvin Nettles. He dropped on some good game that you cut off. I didn't cut off. Like we gotta we gotta share that game equally. Well, I mean, all of our callers were outstanding tonight. Yeah. Becky had a lot of absolutely. Back, she had a be- lot of y'all. Becky is a brilliant bitch. stuff to you know yeah. include. Never somebody. heard a woman. It's, call it's good gumbo day. tonight. Good gumbo. Good gumbo. <laughs> gumbo. More women need to call too. Men, it's a country we shut down women. Women, if y'all out there, wake up and call. We need more of y'all voices. That's real. Leave that penis alone. Aldro Sports next. Aldro Show at MCs.net. Back in the building, we got, uh, what are you talking about, man? Sit back and relax. Come on and enjoy the fantastic Aldro dictatorship, ladies and gentlemen. At its finest. But uh, Mario H, two-time in the building, you know what I'm saying? Reggie Matthews, of course. As usual. And uh, Aldro Sports, Reggie Matthews. What's your uh, give us give us some picks here, man? All right, well let, let's get the schedule up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, week four. What we got? What we got? Uh, if they got a brick with wireless. We have, we have the Niners. Let's start with the Niners and Eagles. Yeah. Let's start with the Niners and Eagles, and I'm gonna shock a few people with this pick. I actually pick an upset. I actually am picking an upset. I'm picking that the San Francisco 49ers uh, will lose, but not by more than 10 points. That's the upset. Because I believe Michael Vick is going to come out with uh, some renewed passion. He's going to say, screw sitting back there in the pocket. And yeah, he realizes yeah, that his offensive line is hella weak, and he's going to take off. Really, and fly, and, Drew, and uh, Patrick Willis can just... And I, and I, I agree with that, too. Patrick Willis will be a factor, but... On the defensive side of the ball for the Eagles, they have difficulty stopping the run. Frank Gore should have a breakout game. It'll be close. The Niners can win this. The Niners can win this game. It is winnable. It's a winnable game. It's not not going to be a whitewash. Okay. Let's see. We got. uh, Who else we got? We got got Atlanta, Seattle. Atlanta, Seattle. No brainer, Atlanta. Next. But Atlanta's struggling, man. They're not going to struggle with Seattle. Seattle's everybody's game. How about Raiders at. New England at the Raiders. New England at Oakland. And this is not because I'm a Raider fan. I have very good. A fool. Go ahead. Uh, I did predict last week's victory and told you how it was going to happen. Yeah. By the way. After the game, yeah. No, I told you in the peanut gallery. It's documented in writing. I picked it and I said in how writing, it was going to happen. Okay, in writing. Go ahead. I did say it. Okay. Okay, so in any event, I believe that our defensive line is going to be too much for Tom Brady and the New England Patriots offensive line. And the Patriots defense can't stop the run. We got the league's leading rusher in Darren McFadden. Enough said, we beat the Patriots. And all of a sudden, you know, they're going to be talking about the Raiders nationally for a change. Uh, I mean, uh, the thing is, if you blitz Brady, that's that's more of what I've seen. Well, I think uh, that a lot. our defensive but, line can get pressure with four. But these are the Raiders, and this is just me talking. These are the Raiders. These are uh, the Raiders, and this is the hater. <laughs> Patriots, uh, 34. <laughs> Raiders, uh, yeah, 13. We, 
We ain't scored no damn 13 points all season. Are you okay, tripping? Though, it's time, trying to kick a little reality kick you in tripping. there, buddy. But uh, that's just what little Berg told me, and, uh, you know, it goes down. Dirty-ass, shitty seagull. What what we got next? <laughs> and them albatrosses. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, What's the other game? Uh, by the way, I picked the Jets and uh, the Saints to go to the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. It's foist. Mm. I bet you $20 you want to piss it here. Go ahead. Yeah, go to the car, bro. Yeah. No, you gonna I, piss outside now? Or? I got twenty that says. Oh, that's twelve actually. I got left gate. I got twenty bucks that says Packers oh. Ravens. Packers Ravens, huh? Yeah. I think the pack's going back. Yes, I do. I mean, they're the best team in the NFL. They proved it because they they're wearing the belt first of all. Second of all, their defense is way better than it's played so far. And by week six, they're going to really look dominant. And Aaron Rodgers, all them weapons, please. Oh, okay. And they won it last year with right. six starters on injured reserve. All right, all right, all right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm right. All right, yeah, that's about it as far as that. Those are the games that really stick out to me. Well, let's saying? go down them all. Let's go. Uh, just real quick, and I'll just say win or lose. Who we got? Detroit, Dallas. Detroit will smash the boys. Next. Uh, uh, Cam versus uh, the Bears. Cam versus the Bears. Cam will not win this game, but he will put up decent numbers. Uh, uh, Buffalo. Versus. Cincinnati. Uh, Bills, no brainer. I think uh, Cincinnati's going to win that game. Mm, How? You think their defense can stop that I'll tell passing you, I'll, attack? I'll tell you what. Watch. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota, Kansas City. Man. Minnesota gets off the schneid, and they uh, beat the Chiefs. Uh, Washington, St. Louis. Then, I give it to the Redskins, man, because that defense is for real. And uh, if they run the ball with Tim Hightower and limit Rex, Rex Grossman's responsibility, they win that game. Okay. You're such a chalkboarder, man. Uh, and those are all the games, man. There's a couple others, but uh, you know they don't, they don't, they don't want to be mentioned. I want to go to Tampa Bay, Indianapolis. Tampa Bay, Indy, uh, Tampa. I mean, without Peyton, I'm always going against the Colts. Wow, wow. Peyton probably. That's about it for him. You think? No, I think well, he will come back next, next year? year, and I think he will play like Peyton wow. for two more seasons. He's a hit away. Yeah, hit away, but I don't. I just don't think it'll come. I think he's going to come back, and I think he's going to light it up next year. Because I mean, that man has a has a drive and a desire that you just don't see um, every day. Who are the Giants playing this week? Uh, they're playing the uh, Cardinals. Giants Arizona. Cardinals. Now that's an interesting game, okay? Because New York's depleted secondary. This nigga went to the bathroom again. Of course, they got a good front seven. They got the depleted secondary against Larry Fitzgerald, and that's that's a matchup you want to watch out for. And uh, Eli, it ain't always pretty, but he gets it done. So I'm going to say Giants and a squeaker, only because they can run the ball better than Arizona. All right. Uh, that's Monday night, and, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm still standing by Drew Brees, uh, New Orleans Saints, world champions. I don't see that defense taking them anywhere. Okay. That offense, that's what that's what it is. But the Packers got an offense, too. Yeah. And they beat them head-to-head. Yeah, okay. You like Packers. Um, 
I like those Packers. <laughs> <laughs> those Packers, you love them Packers. I understand. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Duly noted. Charles Woodson. Hey, AJ Hawk. God. I remember Charles Woodson's first game against Kansas City, and Andre Rising just tore him apart. And, and with, with the Chiefs. Yeah, and a Super Bowl ring, a Defensive Player of the Year, multiple Pro Bowls later. And multiple club appearances. And a ring. And a ring. Super Bowl yeah. ring. Just, just got that. Yeah, well, he still got it. Sure. How many Andre Rising got it? Uh, Don't matter. I bet he can whoop your ass, though. Jerry did the most ex football. I bet he gets feelings hurt. Football commercial ever when he was practicing with them dudes. <laughs> he was hella good. And it was getting hot at him. He was running hella patterns. You guys didn't see that? Nah. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. Uh, he was like, "Go!" <laughs> he was burning him. It's like, dude, we're out here playing flag football, dude. Relax. That must have been how them dudes was feeling when T.O. was out there playing flag football with him. Mm. <laughs> that shit It's going hella hard on him <laughs> Yeah going 100% You like Come on blood Ha 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 My nigga uh, But uh, you know what I'm saying That's uh, that's my Who's your Super Bowl prediction uh, you, you know football yeah, Bowl No comment no I don't comment. want to overreact Alright well you, you, Just a pick I mean come on yeah. So anyway, back to what uh, that's Aldo Sports, by the way. Aldo Sports. Can Aldo I say sports. one thing about sports? Mm-hmm. Castro, who's not going to be, may not be alive much longer, put out a book, his last little testament about the rules from Libya, and he was like, "Why do y'all let sports team monopolize y'all cities where everybody cheers and buys hella merchandise and goes watch a couple of talented individuals play athletics when you should be having those stadiums and all your neighborhoods to do athletics for yourselves?" He was like, that's ridiculous. Would you go to a restaurant and watch somebody else eat? Then why do you watch somebody else play sports? Oh. This is a different paradigm. That's what I. That's my take on sports. Oh. Because I can't run a 4240. That's why. why. Not? When you was in third grade, what's that little short but name? But he's far removed from the third grade. Yeah, I'm 40 years old. Far what, what do grown people do? Me and him just played in the league and took championship out of some ballers. Yes, sir. Great championship. About 10, 11 teams hustling, hustling hella hard, practicing hella braces, knee braces, and no doing push-ups practice. before the game, and first place. You know what? We took it so cold, Reggie, they wouldn't even take our picture. Wow. That's how much hate they was. We were supposed to take the team picture. Uh, they put somebody else's picture. Yeah, that was cold. And gave us the T-shirts. It was, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's going on all around the country. Yeah, on so many levels. But at the same time, 56,000 people ain't going to watch this shit. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, well, like I said, Vegas it gives no people bet- something to cheer from. If Vegas ain't got no betting line on y'all, that's you should be cheering thing. for yourselves. You should There's have no a betting line report. on us. There's no. It should be like 69th Street. Man, is everybody here done with a job? Man, I got 500 on it. You could bet on anything. You got you got to understand, man. There's big business in sports. Some people make their living off of sports. Okay. Shout out to Kabizi, one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, okay. Uh, but I can dig it, man. It's the Aldro Show at MCs.net. You stream, everybody out there holding us down. Thank you for uh, listening. I wanted to just add one more thing as far as uh, implementing the. I never got to touch on the idea that Mister uh, Two Time had, and that was. Sideshow, public sideshows, controlled sideshows. I had that idea years ago. Everyone had that idea. A lot of people did. And they couldn't. And the the answer I kept getting was 
uh, there was an insurance issue. Every public sporting event or something like that has to be covered by some type of insurance, and there is no insurance carrier who will cover an organized. I know sport. I drove my Toyota Tercel out there, or Santa Rosa, Rona Park, whatever, on the racetrack. I didn't pay nothing. I didn't sign nothing. They flicked the green light, and I mashed the gas. If it could be done out there, it could be done here. The difference is they asked for it, they built it, and they worked for it. Let's do it. Wow. Three elements like earth, wind, and fire. Bam, bam, bam. That's uh, that's pretty spot on, Mister uh, Mister H. Mario H. Everybody, check out Nicole H. Lifestyle Management. You guys, anybody own businesses out there need administrative help? Anybody need an event plan? Big scale events, small, medium, and small scale events. Hair salon parties, uh, uh, huge uh, galas, corporate events. Nail. The experience is there. The resume is there. The website is there. NicoleHLifestyle.com. NicoleH.com. All right. And then everybody look at your alternative news media, like the Al Dro Show. Hey. Constantly look at your alternative news media and make the decision for yourself. Nobody's Abraham Lincoln in you. Nobody's going to tell you. This is a new era. Feel it from within. Like I said, I looked at a rat's brain and the neurons, and it looked the same as a picture of the galaxy. Meaning? That's hella altruistic. I'm just trying to tweak with people's brain and get them to think about something different. doesn't mean much, but basically look for yourself. Search okay. your own information. Duly noted. Reggie Matthews, you've My been called... 11th time you, clowning me. You've been called the skipper. <laughs> I'm not going to go 12. I was going for Gilligan. Yeah, Gilligan, man. And uh, you got the old EPMD... Yeah, that's EPMD was my favorite rap group. I, I buy Fisherman's as an homage to EPMD. Thank homage. y'all for recognizing. Homage. Homage. Strictly oh, business group. in the back of a box chef. Boom. All I'm missing is the box chef. You don't hey. like me and you yelling boo? Ain't nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with me. me. There's something, something wrong, wrong with you. you. Straight up. That yeah. was my shit. Man. Oh, okay. It's 12 and a half. I'm going to give you a half on that. What? I mean, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Uh, another more uh, more gallery uh, banner here. Uh, let's see. Just listen, dude. Stop talking. Tea break. Coffee and cakes. Uh, okay, now shut the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> not, no, not Marv. You, homie. <laughs> I'm out. Dude's giving me a headache. <laughs> And then we have uh, a little more game by uh, Becky. She uh, she writes in and she says, "That yeah, says it for real." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Who said that?" But uh, <sighs> you said it. <laughs> Say, oh, hey, you want to get even? Get on the bus. <laughs> yeah, get on the bus. It's only gonna cost you thirty-two dollars and fart. You know what I mean? Thirty-two dollars. Don't forget about the two-dollar phantom seat. The donation. Reggie drive. I mean, the phantom seat. Phantom seat. <laughs> okay. Donation. <laughs> Well, Becky P says parents need to keep up the their, the valuable morals in children. Uh, something, 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 something. Period. <laughs> no, nah, but just mind their parents. I mean, she's she's basically bringing up the base. I'll read the read. They need to mind their parents and elders, no matter what their class is. Don't lose the morals and waste an opportunity to mold and shape our children to be successful. Bam. I like it. There's more. Oh, sorry. Right. Uh, you got the gist of it. I didn't right? mean to cut her off. Though. I don't know. You actually cut me off, but it's, well, it's cool. Well, it's reading her words, so. 
Same shit. Okay. Yeah. Any shout outs, Reggie Matthews? Yeah. Big shout outs. Big shout outs to uh, my man, uh, Dave DeLuca, comedian. You know what? My bad, homie. I'll get you on the next show. I promise. Uh, Same love line. Big shout out to French Quarter, where Reggie Matthews hosts the showcase every Thursday night. Cougar Town. Tomorrow night, uh, your man Marcus Miles, a.k.a. Poke, is going to be turning it out tomorrow night. And John B., Yes, the John B. will be performing at the after party. So Feeling all the sisters. Come through the French Quarter tomorrow night. John B., Reggie Matthews. Wow. It's a night that's going to do it for you all. Reggie kicking with all the H-list stars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As for Al Dro, all I would say is just get on the bus. <laughs> for $32. <laughs> all proceeds go to uh, the Al Dro Fund for... Uh, Get the Phantom Seat. Albino Asians. Okay. $2 donation for the Phantom Seat, y'all. This is real shit. It's not a joke. I want to uh, thank everybody. Thank Tony, uh, our Tony. Our Tony. I love her. Talking about, I agree, Reggie. More of these kids need discipline. Free belts. <laughs> Free belts. That's what I'm saying. And she's on Ustream, though. But, oh, uh, nah, I love much her. Much love. You know what I'm saying? Everybody who chimed in. She, uh, unlike Al Jarreau, came to our birthday party. What are you talking about, man? Uh, yeah, Becky and uh, Jerron Jenkins, you know what I'm saying? Everybody. Shout out to everybody who has a differing opinions. You're up against a lot of force. A lot of motherfuckers are trying to shut you down. Shout out to everybody speaking their mind and their heart. Becky, Yak, everybody. A we lot of motherfuckers that. can tell you, shut up. We said you that. keep talking right in front of them. We said he's going to blow us up the way he's yelling. I, yeah. I just have a feeling he's going to pull the roof. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Al Draw Show at MCs.net. It goes down. iTunes. MCs.net. E M C E E. S dot net. One more time. MCs dot net. 